0: Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly
1: devil. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Matt Baum, and sitting across from me is Joe Patrick, the other head on the Two-Headed Nerd comic book podcast. I want to welcome you to episode four of THN Cover to Cover. Now, by popular demand, we will be putting this show back into our RSS feed. Because too many of you are saying go to youtube and listen to the show so fine maybe let's not blame it on them yeah let's not we we blame everything on them come on (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) so you don't have to do anything if you're subscribed to the regular show you're already going to get cover to cover two shows we're doing it we're still going to put the video on youtube if you want to watch it there and we're still going to be on facebook live every saturday morning rapping with You guys, how do you play along? It's easy. You can call us at 402-819-4894. Or if you're watching this on Facebook, there's a little call now button over there, and you just click it, boom. You're calling us, you're talking to us, it's great. Both Aaron Myers and my wife are watching, and I don't know if I can handle this much pressure. Oh, wow. (laughs) Now, if you can't call in live, that's fine too. You can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com anytime. Anytime. It's always open Or you can call that aforementioned phone line and leave us a message. If you can't get through because there's so many people calling, it happens all the time. Leave a message. (laughs) We're going to play it on the show. We're going to talk about it. That's what we're here to do. The other thing we're here to do is to answer the question of the week. All right. This question of the week
2: comes from the THN forums from Joe Bankus. He goes by Casual Comics Guy on the forums and on the Twitter. He's not as casual as you think.
1: He's pretty deep into it. Nah, he's wound very tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not true, Joe. Not wound like, tight. He's just very well dressed. <laughs> <laughs> he's business casual comics. I mean,
2: guy. he's professional. Yeah. Joe asks, in honor of the best worst movie, which he
1: says is Troll Two. That's uh, way up there.
2: He wants to know what the best worst comic series is that you've read. Okay. Something that's critically panned and or reviled by fans that you actually love.
1: There we go. I was going to say open the phone lines, but obviously they're already open. Open the phone line! Let's get into it, nerds. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Why, it's the nitpicker, of course. Oh, great. <laughs> Bobby, he's here to pick some nits. <laughs> Folks, those of you don't know, this man hates everything. No, I'm just kidding. He just likes picking nits.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close, but... Bobby? Is it safe to do Star Wars yet, or is that off-limits? Let's... Still?
1: Do Star Wars? Let's hear it. Pick some nits, buddy. Are we
2: gonna say? Are we saying I mean, spoilers? I don't have- Star Wars spoilers. It's, yeah, it's too Star late for Star Wars: The Last it's Jedi. It's too late. It's,
1: it's been out for two weeks. If you care about Star Wars, you went. If you don't, you don't get to complain. I haven't had a chance yet. You're not a real fan. Break your that's computer That's not now. how this works. Yep. That's don't live not it.
2: how any of this works. But we're saying, spoiler warning for yes. Star Wars
1: The Last Jedi. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. There you go. Yeah. Don't block us on Twitter, Mark. Oh, I mean, I'll right?
3: just have one. I, I've seen it again, so I, I actually do like it quite a bit more than the first viewing.
1: i found... But the one thing I hate A lot is, of people that complain about that said I, I don't that. like Rose. You don't like Rose? Like,
3: here's why. At first, I was like, okay, they're introducing like new classes. She's like, oh, I work on pipes all day. I was like, okay, mechanic, that's cool. And then at the end, she's flying
4: a ship. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Can everyone just fly these damn things?
1: I I feel like, okay, time out. I feel like if you're a mechanic, you probably had some flight training. Because like the Air Force mechanics are not, those guys get some flight training too. And that's where, I, I don't know. But I didn't find that that hard to believe that she could pilot one of those.
3: In The Force Awakens, Finn's like, "I need to get off this ship. I need a pilot to get me out of here." So he's like, "Oh, fly this thing out of here!" And now he's like, "I'm just gonna fly this ship too." It's Like, everyone Finn, can suddenly just do this?
1: Finn worked for the Empire. Okay, what? he was a custodian. That was different. He was a custodian yeah. for the Empire. Who uh, got? He was
3: a custodian who. So apparently knows everything about the Empire. It's like, oh, this is where that tracking Look, system man, is on in that a, ship. Like, How do you know this shit?
1: They probably had to tell He him. had to clean that shit. He ship. had to go empty the wastebaskets and unplug the <laughs> toilets. You <laughs> know? <laughs> Come <laughs> on. In a, in what a, a
3: droid in this universe.
1: In a new hope. Look, we the, all know the droids roll around and bleep and bloop. That is their job. Okay? In, a, in a new hope, <laughs>
2: the Rebellion made Luke their ace pilot. Yeah. Be based on... The little experience
1: of shooting Womp Rats at home Time on me. He was in tune with the Force. He was really good at it. Just like Baby I Anakin. Mean, they didn't know that shit. they
3: said that with, like, Rose and Finn? Like, they... I, I want people who can't do that stuff.
1: I didn't have a problem with Rose. I liked Rose. And I liked how Rose's character guided Finn's character. Just the same way... What about
3: the scene where, like, they let that horse thing go? And she's like, no, this is why we do it. Like, fucking. Oh,
2: that Okay, I will
1: give you the casino scene. I did not really need. We could have just picked up an Del Toro yeah. and I, taken him.
2: I read a very excellent defense of the casino scene just today. I talked to Bobby about it briefly this morning, okay. not knowing he was going to call in.
1: Uh, oh, you riled Bobby up. Apparently, I did. <laughs> you riled Bobby uh, up.
2: Yeah, and um, basically, this guy says, "Look, this the the casino scenes were crucial to." Uh, Finn's yes. transformation from just a guy that wanted to get away right. and
1: help his friend. I don't disagree with that either. To rebel member. Well, like, also, Finn had for the cause. gone from like, look, I'm just escaping to I'm a full on good guy. I'm doing it. And he didn't, I don't think Finn totally realized that there's people that aren't. On either side of this and don't give a shit. And we'll play both sides. Yeah, I mean, for him to experience that and go, like, oh man, this is not black and white. There is a lot of gray. I mean,
2: if you you want to say it was maybe a little bit too long, it was a little
1: too long. That's my only complaint. I Uh,
2: liked it. I don't like, I don't share those feelings. Like, I grinned. Yeah. If I wasn't grinning, I was crying. And that was my experience with The Last Jedi. I would argue with the horse thing. (laughs) I felt it with all of
1: my feelings. (laughs) With the horse thing, that was Rose showing, like, look, we're not just stuck in our own little fight. Where we hate the Empire and the Empire hates us. There's other problems and other issues. And we have to stay focused on the fact that we're, if we're trying to do good, then we're doing good. Period. You know? And I liked that. I thought that was cool. Other than we're just yeah, completely I mean, I get, absorbed I like in our I battle. I
3: like how they did
1: it. I suppose. I mean, I, I get what they were trying to get across. I feel it was a little too long. Sure. That was my only Execution,
2: issue. Execution. I mean, yeah. I can't. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, yep. I mean, I'm mean, i glad you liked it better the second time. Yeah. yeah.
1: That seems to be the consensus. Oh, I, mean, People I, think that it's great. I loved it! Went the first time and hated it. They walked and went, oh, I saw it again, which is ridiculous. It means you probably didn't hate it. <laughs> if you wanted to see it again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> all right, all right, Bobby. <laughs> I got another call coming in, buddy.
2: Thank you so much, buddy.
1: All right, you should get that. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> I love how he does that. <laughs> Thank you for calling. T H N Cover to Cover caller. Who this? Your caretaker
4: of the Marvel Lakehouse, J.D. Catch.
1: Hey, J.D. Ketchum all. Thank you for calling on time. We're not as worried this week. Thank you. appreciate it. What do you want to wrap up about?
4: Um, actually, I wanted to wrap up something that I saw online uh, a few weeks ago and haven't heard anyone really talk about it. But uh, have you guys seen the trailer, the teaser trailer for Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Man? Into the Spider
2: into oh, the Spider Verse,
1: yes! Oh my hell, yes! The Miles Morales cartoon. Holy crap! First of all, I didn't even know this was a thing that was happening. You know, like I vaguely know. in the back of my mind, I knew that they were doing something. Yeah, but I think I remembered this as oh, another like Disney XD cartoon or something that was. Yeah,
2: happening. it's it, no, it's Sony
1: Animation. This is going to be a full-on animated. Like, Spider-Verse story starring Miles Morales. I
2: think it looks kick-ass. The animation looks incredible.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Absolutely incredible. In theaters, by the way. This is coming to major movie release.
4: Nuts. So, okay, here's the thing about the animation. When I posted it on on the THN fan group, someone, I can't remember who, suggested that they thought the animation looked cheap. And I disagree because I thought specifically, especially that first opening scene of the city. Yeah. it looks straight up like Robbie Rodriguez's. Yes. Whatever the number Earth Six, whatever whatever number Earth Gwen is from, Gwen. Yeah, uh, Spider Gwen. We'll
1: I call mean, it it's Earth Gwen.
4: Same color palette and aesthetic. <laughs> Gwen as that Earth.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely, and not to mention the fact that like it's obviously there's a lot of CG going on here, but they've softened yeah. it to make it. Look very cartoonish still. Very well, it's like
2: computer animated Pixar kind right. of style, totally. Um, as but opposed not, to hand drawn, it's three dimensional, but I it's mean, not it, hardcore. It, Pixar yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like the cartoon reboot from the 90s. <laughs> Thank god. Yeah, yeah well, we're, we're, there's not a polygon in sight, yeah. Right. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. It's like very washed in like neon, like the pinks and the blues yeah. and the reds, very similar to Rico yeah. Renzi's colors.
1: I will say also still yes. just two dimensional enough that you don't get into uncanny Valley territory where everybody has yeah, a polar it, express face that you're just like, Oh God, what are these right. like robot sex <laughs> yes. dolls with no emotion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, and, then, and then there's also that scene when he jumps off the, uh, jumps off the side of the cab where they almost go to straight flat animation. Yeah.
1: And it's, it looks awesome.
4: You know, it yeah. Lo- I mean, it's almost like the, uh, the sound effect from a, from a comic book panel. So I think it's really nice that they're paying homage to the, Origin of the medium. I love that.
1: It reminds me of everything that motion comics wanted to be. Remember yes. how? Remember how yes. stupid motion comics were? They're like, we're taking two dimensional oh, comics but the, and moving the them. Mirror. They were just moving like static images, oh, yeah. though. It was so dumb. Oh, it was God. so that, dumb.
4: That, and this that spider that spider woman. Oh,
2: <laughs> I remember. Like Marvel tried to sell a thirty dollar. Astonishing X-Men DVD that was just John Cassidy's yeah. art set to voice acting. Well oh, yeah,
1: so bad. And yeah. it
2: was like the level of animation yeah. that they used to do to the Marvel cartoons in the 60s where they just yeah. took the panels
1: and moved the mouths. <laughs> or, like, or like the Submariner standing there with his fist cocked, and then they just like slide him forward. <laughs> right? And it goes, bam! And then that
4: failed, and so they thought, well, nobody wants to pay for it because it's not new content. So then... Bendis and Gatos did the Oh the Spider-Woman. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the Spider-Woman oh, uh, right um, after Alex Maleev.
2: Yeah.
1: Alex Maleev. Alex Maleev, yeah. yeah.
4: Um Alex and, Malieve, yeah. and
2: that process broke Alex yeah. Maleev. Oh yeah. That's why Spider-Woman that's why Spider-Woman only lasted like 9 eight yeah. issues because he said yeah. The amount of work he had to do to get one issue animated w- almost killed him.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah, he threatened oh, to yeah. kill himself.
4: <laughs> He's like, I quit. I mean, and, this, and the sad thing is, is I, I keep wondering how. I mean, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad book, and it wasn't a bad story. But I keep wondering how much better could it have been if they would have, if they, if they would have just been able to focus on making a good comic, right? Versus having to oh do sure bells
1: and whistles. But we're we're digressing. Let's go back to the edge of spider-verse Spider-Man? yeah so it oh, lo- yeah i i can't tell you how excited i am for this and if they can oh, pull off animation like this and make money in the theaters doing it
5: mm-hmm.
1: give me everything give me well, and I, everything. And I, let's I, do the I, crease scroll wall. oh yeah you know let's get weird I <laughs> you know? I three cows and shot I, me I down all online. that shit you know <laughs> they got
4: the they got the cast list online yeah and
1: it sounds great i just
4: got a couple names real quick and i mean it's just like oh my god uh miles is uh is shamik Moore. yeah from uh i oh, can't remember the name of i can last, see well he did the get down most frequently right most oh recently yeah wait who is he on the get down uh, the main guy yes shaolin come, uh yeah dj shaolin he was shaolin fantastic as spider-man <laughs>
1: yeah
4: oh my god yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's perfect
4: and then uh and then Prowler is uh Mar- Ali oh, from shit. uh Moonlight. Oh, oh my God. yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Mahershala. Yeah. Mahershala. Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yeah.
4: yeah. And I mean those voices, I mean I was like, wow, those are the I mean, that those are you know, you only hear Miles' voice in the car in the in the trailer. Right. When he says the wait, there's how many of us?
1: yeah i can't wait so, i want the punk rock spider-man oh, yeah. i want spider-ham oh, to show up like they better get everybody oh, in there Spider-Man,
4: i want spider-man noir so bad
1: and danny devito better be the voice of spider-ham if they do it <laughs> <laughs> perfect
4: oh man <laughs> i want i want like christian bale to be the voice of spider-man noir oh
1: that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah that'd be fantastic <laughs> Or, like, a really grady, like, George Clooney or something. You kind know, of like,
4: yeah, so yeah. Oh, no, it would be better if George Clooney, because he could actually do, like, a whole 1930s thing.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome.
1: All right, J.D., we got to move oh, along yeah. here, because we've got a truncated show this week, where we're experimenting right, again, well, that's uh, what we like to do. Yep. But all right, we'll I'll
4: talk to you guys later. I'm, I'm heading out for Mexico tomorrow, so. Oh, damn. I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, all right. All right. Hey, have a, have, have good a good time, trip. brother.
1: We'll talk to you soon. All right, later, guys. Bye. We're not wishing anyone a Happy New Year. Should we be doing that? Are we Hey, jerks? I mean, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> oh, okay, there. Done and done. Hey, we did it. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Hey, it's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos, the king of the THN forums. How are you, sir? Good. What's going on, guys? We're hanging out. We're talking the question of the week. Best, worst comics. We're talking about this week's news. What do you want to rap about?
6: Well, I think the, the biggest news for me is this, this split, uh, two-headed nerd, uh, cover to cover thing. Yes. You know, you guys are doing separate episodes. Um, yes. I mean, that really, really set my weekend like a fire yesterday reading that <laughs> in a bad way um, or yeah. like hemorrhoids well, I mean, I that, or yeah, like like, itching and like burning. I'm, I'm, I'm on to you guys. I know the plan is that you're just going to use it to beef up your legacy numbers. Yes. No, not true. We're I shooting
1: know. for THN uh, 700.
6: <laughs> right. It, you just want to get there twice and then you'll put it back together again. And Absolutely. Be like, you, you know, yeah. we, we got to do one app thing
1: and we'll then be retconned you know. with younger, better looking hosts. We
6: hired the same accountants <laughs> as at Marvel.
2: Yeah. So that's how
1: we're getting yeah. these numbers. You're, yes. you're, you're,
6: you're counting the ones that you like started and then stopped and then started again. I know. They're, yeah. They're all, yeah. We all even count the weeks we yeah, skip.
1: You, we rolled back on our diversity. Absolutely. So I'm not Jewish anymore. You know, stuff like that. Right? <laughs> well, it wasn't selling <laughs> quite frankly. It wasn't selling. Nobody cared. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the alt-right yeah. got super pissed at our show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they want more white guys. That's yes. what they want.
6: Yes. Um, so the uh, the the question of the week, I think, is interesting because I I was think, I mean, there's so many things that I love that no one cares about, which isn't the same as hate, right? Sure, you know? right, right. Um, so I was thinking, like, what do? I, so I looked at my bookshelf. What do I have on there that people have like loathed and got like ripped through? And I think it's the um, I've got a, a soft spot for the uh, rawhide kid, the slap leather book. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not Just, bad. Like. It's not that it's, it's good either. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, but it's it it is like it is funny like it cuz it's done straight. Yeah. You know, it is done very straight. No straight. But
1: Yeah, right. And and the um I mean he he's, he's hilarious. Hold on and before the, you know, we go this, into this, reset it real quick. Tell everybody what we're talking okay. about cuz not everybody knows what we're so talking about.
6: So the raw kid is a um, a cowboy and but he's like a really like traditionally like a really dapper um clean um well-kempt Guy, right? Kind of like Captain America. Well, Captain America was a cowboy. right. He looked like a superhero but the, cowboy. The, he, and, but, and, but he's also like you know the cleanest cowboy you've ever seen, like right. cleanly, wise, and and, and all that, uh, manicured. So they redid it. Ron Zimmerman um, and John Severin. And John Severin is a goddamn genius. I love it. He is recounted. Right. And that's the. I mean, if he didn't like if he didn't draw it, I probably wouldn't have cared. But he's so good. But the they redo it, and he is. They basically say, oh, he's been gay this whole time. Yeah. That's why he's so clean and
1: good looking and he dresses Yeah, you know, he's well-dressed. Well, obviously he's gay.
6: (laughs) But Uh, he's also like, you know, he's still the toughest guy around. You know, he doesn't back down from a fight. Like, it's not, there's nothing, there's no gay stereotypes. He's just a gay guy who's a a kick-ass cowboy. But all, like, the homophobic other cow guys, Cowboy guys are like terrified of him. Yeah. And they don't know how to handle him. And he says <laughs> yeah. he makes these comments and about like, you know, it's all these innuendos and like bulges and like, that's a big pistol. And these guys yeah. turn like, you know,
1: purple. Cause they're, they don't know what to do. And it's it's <laughs> funny.
6: And, 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 but in, but at no point, is it making fun of the character? No, no. it um, was very
1: self-aware. I'll he, say that it was very, and it I, don't was very have, self-aware. I don't have a problem with it in that sense. And when it came out, I was excited for it. I just felt like the story didn't, do anything. <laughs>
2: no, well, I mean, you know. So, Marvel made a big deal of it because right. that's what that's what we were doing back then in the sure. mid 2000s. It's like, guess what? There's a new character coming out and she's gay. Right. They and that kiss. That, was, that was the promo. Oh but my god, they kissed. That was like the number one <laughs> selling point of Batwoman when right. Batwoman was introduced right. in 52. In and so, yeah Marvel had this rawhide kid thing. They made it part of their max mature readers line, yeah. and Rawhide Kid the comic is not mature readers There's at n- all. There's nothing mature that happened in it. The only thing that's mature about it is that he's gay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which yeah, and I guess that was sort of the disappointment I think with a lot of people that were excited for this were like, okay, you did a cute little tongue-in-cheek thing, but you really didn't go with it. You know, you just sort the, of toyed the, with the idea, and the covers then were it all it like ended. very suggestive in yeah. a very
2: tame way, though, like. Right he's he's holding his gun, then it just happens to be dangling in front of where his penis would be. Right. And I'm not saying it oh, it's, wasn't it's the,
1: clever.
6: It's it, the biggest, you know, the biggest piece of iron you've ever seen. You yeah. Know? Like,
1: <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. was, was. I just think they should have cashed it. They should have said, you know what, Max Book, here well, we go, baby. <laughs> cowboy love, you know. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't broke know. Back I, I don't
6: type. know that there would have been a, a good way to, to do that tastefully, but I, I think a lot of people said they just panned it because of what, the, like the marketing without actually reading it. Like, I'm not yes. saying it's like,
1: I a, think that that's fair. That's totally fair.
6: But I, I think that's I, fair. It was very one, poorly. You know, but I think, but if you look at it, like John Severins, I mean, he's doing, you know, it's all like the gun work. And I mean, he, he and he was like 150 when he drew it. Like he was an old man. He's old. Yeah. He yeah. still drew better. Is he still, really you know, he's
1: he was super, I r- think he died a couple of years ago. Right. RIP um, John Severin. Yeah. Okay. Anyone anyone wants to but, check on um, that? Let me know. <laughs> Well, you know, before but, but we bury yeah, I mean, the guy, let's
6: find out. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, th- I think he did. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not right. wishing. Yeah, that, he is I, a dead I, person. He is a dead um, person. R.I.P. Yeah, Rest he, in power. Uh, he John he also did that. He did that Desperados book too, and I think I, I think he barely finished that one. Yeah, I, uh, I do. Well, book, he died but, in
1: 2012, okay. according
2: to Wikipedia. All okay. right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah. It's it's a really good book. Like it's very sincere. Yeah. Uh, the art is amazing. I think John Severin created the Rawhide Kid, didn't he? Or no, co-created.:
1: No way. The Rawhide Kid's got to be older than that. Well I mean, then again, John Severin I mean, was a John Severn was, was a
2: golden age artist.:
1: Rawhide Kid. It,
6: I looked, I did look it up real quick just to see, you know, to, to confirm the, uh, the writer, but Ron Zimmerman's name, because who cares about
1: Ron Zimmerman? But, Bob Brown um, and like, Stanley he, a- created him.
6: He's not, with, uh, he's not with Cher anymore, I don't think. Um, but <laughs> it was in the 50s, I think. I think he, uh, I think Rawhide Kid's from like the 50s. It was Atlas Comics. Yeah, that.
1: 55, Rawhide mm-hmm. Kid, number so, one. First version, yeah. Stanley and Bob Brown. Second version, I don't know what that is, Stanley and Jack Kirby. So there you go. Oh.
2: Well, of course it was Kirby.
1: Yeah, well. that's all they did. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, you know what? That's a good pick. That's a good pick, Brian. That's a great I, one. I I reread that. I read I read that story years after the fact, and I was like, you know what? This is good. Yeah, this is a good comic. It's a fun read. Um, I just wish that they had not marketed it as though like being gay was the spectacle. Right. But and I think you that's know, what bothered was me about it. it. Because it was, in
1: retrospect, yeah, it was not bad.
2: Yeah. Um. But hey, we've come a
1: long way, baby. Sure, we have. (laughs) Brian, thank (laughs) you for your call. Or have we? (laughs) Sort of.
2: That's a great answer.
1: Thanks for your call, buddy. All
6: right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, you you, too.
1: Ah, man, John Severin. So such a talented. Resetting the question of the week: best, worst comic you've read? Something universally reviled, or people had a big problem with, and you really liked it?
2: I mean, to (laughs) to, to Brian's point, I think we could also uh, allow like things that people just didn't really care about. Sure. Doesn't necessarily have to be like No, absolutely. You like uh uh shit. You enjoyed Blood Blood? What blood yeah, me? right. Yeah. Blood Blood Suddenly, packed- In all of the those, <laughs> m- the hundreds of thousands of comics I read, I could not think of a bad one. Just the meant. Bad Rock miniseries? That was your favorite? Troll?
1: <laughs> Rob Liefeld's troll? Your troll is terrible. Jeez. I and mean, then we're just bashing Liefeld here. Somebody loves him out there. Call in.
2: Somebody lo- you know what? Uh, One of the news stories this week was going to be about how Jodie Foster shit all over superhero movies.
1: Yeah. I, I don't really care. And, I was, uh, and you know what? I don't care either. But Jodie but Foster, she, she's allowed to do that. She's, sure, sure. And she's right. Jodie Foster is a very talented woman, and if she doesn't like superhero movies, fine. Are they ruining anything? No. No. Because uh, the people that w- went to see the latest Avengers movie and Thor and Justice League were not the same people that were going to go see... Moonlight, for example. That's not true. <laughs> it's just separate. A audiences. lot of our nerd buddies are very hip to. I'm to talking cinema in like but the yeah. majority. Yes, and I saw both. Sure, and I loved Moonlight, but I am a very small subsection of those nerds. You know? <laughs> My point is that Rob Liefeld had some defense. He had our backs. No, fair enough. Thank you for calling Teach and Cover to Cover caller. Who dis? Hey,
7: Matt, resident Aquaman super fan, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. It's Patrick. How are you today? How's it going, guys? i are doing well.
2: How are you feeling?
7: Uh, I am feeling a lot better,
1: thank you. Well, that's I'm glad good to hear. It. Patrick that's was good.
2: under the weather this week. I was reading uh, the play-by-play.
1: Yeah, the monkeypox was right? pretty pretty rough. Yeah, monkeypox, which you don't see very often anymore. That's crazy.
7: Well, I usually get monkeypox like once a year about this time, so I'm kind of used to it.
1: <laughs> Patrick, before we get into um, what you want to rap about, I have a question for you. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. So this week. We started seeing some more pictures of the upcoming Aquaman, including a what appears to be a full-on nude Jason Momoa coming out of the water with tribal tattoos all over his body. How do you feel about Jason sure. Momoa as Aquaman?
7: Um, you might be surprised. Really? Uh, just the Justice League movie—not um, as bad as I thought it was going to be, but hey, still pretty bad. That's yeah.
2: exactly what I've been trying to tell it. That's not a
1: compliment. that the movie was pleasantly surprising. It's like saying that injury wasn't as serious as I thought it was going to be. No. It's still an injury. No.
2: It's like (laughs) saying, look, this movie that, yes, I understand that this movie is objectively bad in many
1: ways. I thought liver failure was going to be a real bitch. But
2: there are (laughs) uh, (laughs) lots of things to like about it.
7: It's it's not good. I don't know if it's a compliment, but I... I, I got some enjoyment out of it more than I thought
1: I would. There you go. Do you like Momoa as Aquaman?
7: Um, Momoa Man, it was my favorite part of the movie. Are you serious?
1: (laughs) Are you serious? My man. man. (laughs) Yeah. Bro, Aquaman, he sounds like he's at the gym the whole time. Uh, two more, bro.
6: Two more.
7: You got this. Yeah. (laughs) Burn. Yeah. I I was into it. (laughs) I was into it. Um, (laughs) It, but it's, it's because uh, you know the, the the DC cinematic universe is not my DC universe. No,
1: it's nobody's
7: sure. DC so, universe. So right, so I can put that aside. Let it be I an can alternate take it for what
1: it is. Oh, except for a Zack Snyder super fan guy that was on Twitter this week saying that Disney assassinated Zack Snyder's daughter to kill the final cut of the Zack Snyder movie. Wow, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's and then he went on to crazy. say that D- that Disney has been assassinating people for years. <laughs> well, that's probably true. Yeah, they set out. The, I wouldn't be surprised. They set out the Mickey hit squad. I'm sure. What did you want to rap about? I'm sorry to to take over your phone
7: call. No, hey, hey guys, I didn't have anything in particular. I have uh, missed the show for the past few weeks. I haven't been able to tune in, so it's been a while. So hey. I just
1: wanted to call in and don't worry about say it. Say hey, didn't have anything anymore, particular. thanks for nothing. And I hope I never <laughs>
7: see you again. But it's well, cool. <laughs> Shit man. I'm sorry. Uh well tell tell me about you you mentioned uh Exiles is coming back. Tell me more about that. I Exiles is one of my absolute most favorite Mine too. comic runs Mine too. ever. Uh, um the, the fact that like introducing all these new characters and variants where it's you know, all bets are off, anyone can die because they're just
1: yeah. Yeah, different versions it, of it, and it's awesome. That's um, where I fell in got- love with Mimic yes. uh, and Morph, and sh- yeah, it was Nocturne. Oh, great, I love Nocturne. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> so the new Exiles yeah. book is by um, uh, written by Saladin Ahmed, who writes Black Bolt. Right, which is a very good comic book. Um, okay, and this team is—it's weird. It's not the same Exiles. It's, no. it's Blink, mm-hmm. um, but it's. Uh, A grizzled, older version of Kamala Khan. Right. Uh, Okay. Iron Lad from the Young Avengers, who uh, you may recall is also Kang. Uh Oh, yeah. It's Uh,
1: Kang uh, 3.
2: And uh, uh, like a weird cartoon version of Wolverine, like an ex-babies kind of Wolverine. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: Okay. And then there's another member that has not yet been revealed. Um, and they are being sent out on missions by Nick Fury Senior, who is like,
7: oh wow, been
2: living on the moon since original sin ended. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I am of of anything like Exiles coming back is great. I'm just thrilled yeah. that somebody is acknowledging the fact that Nick Fury is out there somewhere. Yes.
1: No, that was the part that hooked me. It was like, okay, this is a fantastic, wacky idea to play on something that I hated that I'm now I'm like totally into. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I don't know.
1: Sign me the fuck up. Yeah. It sounds like Um, fun, man.
2: (laughs) Oh, And Javier Rodriguez is doing the art. He most recently drew uh, Dennis Hopeless's Spider Woman book, which is so good. He's a
1: stupid, talented man.
2: And uh, yeah, I think it sounds really great.
1: Yeah. So, well, no rules. And right now the, all the X books are bogged down in a lot of rules that I don't care about. So yeah, let's go nuts. Yeah. Well,
7: let's, I, yeah, I haven't read an X book and I don't know how many years I just don't care anymore.
1: Boy, it's hard to, I'll be honest. It's hard to, and I like some of the creators yeah. that are working on it, but I just don't know what the direction is or why they're doing what they're doing. I don't get it. And I, the soul is gone. You know? I, yeah, I mean, they're, I think they're yeah. trying to jerk the
2: rudder in the other direction. I, it's what they I think so. Just not Justice League. Yeah, Justice so cool. League had a lot of bright moments. The character interactions were fun. We're talking about the X books. Oh, the X books. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I a, lost.
1: Yeah. Do you have a stroke?
2: <laughs> I, I thought you went back to talking about Zack Snyder. No, I apologize. No. Way. Um. Yeah. The X books, and and they keep introducing new ones. Yeah. Like, I don't need a third ongoing X title. No. This one starring Gene Grey.
7: Right. Right. They're, and, they're, just, they're trying They're trying to bandage the problems. Like, there's a problem here. Let's just keep adding more on top of it. Like, yeah. no. Peel them all back and fix the actual wound.
1: Right. I mean, like, yes. look at this Generation X book. I mean, they're like another new group of mutants. And just like I said, it was canceled within, like, ten issues. Gone. You'll never see mm-hmm. them again. Jubilee's still around. She's still a vampire. Great. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, <laughs> they just keep throwing shit at the wall, and none of it is sticking. So I think that's the major right. problem right now. Instead of going, all right, back to basics. Let's scale it down. Let's figure it out. And I don't yeah. care. You know what? Kill them. Kill everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying yeah, like a big threat them. Just comes no more in, at and get, get in and just page after page. Remember this new guy that you didn't care about? Well, he's dead. Remember his friend? Dead. Remember her? Big time dead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And let's scale it back. Yikes. Put the mutants' backs against the wall again and make them the X-Men. That's what all I need. Yeah, let's for sure. Let's do Patrick, thank you for your call. It's good to hear from you, buddy.
2: Yep. Thank you guys. Take Have easy. a good week. See you later.
1: So I'm still waiting for somebody to call in. Speaking of the ex-peeps, call in and defend Rogan Gambit. I want to hear why you love Rogan Gambit. You're not going to sell me on it. I hate him.
2: Look, I defended Rogan Gambit on I the main their, show.
1: I hate their stupid relationship. I hate Gambit's stupid costume. I hate his dumb accent. His costume you know is way better than it used to I be. I hate Rogue's dumb accent too. Sugar. <laughs> She's from the South. <laughs> I sugar. Hate it. <laughs> Nobody in the South talks like that. Shh. No one does. Paula Dean is the most Southern person I can think of. She doesn't even fucking talk like that. Yes, she does. <laughs> when she's
2: not Paula in... Dean talks exactly when like that. She's not
1: being a racist. <laughs> I never
2: hear her that. Put a little that.
1: butter in it, sugar. <laughs> That's like, put a little butter in your sugar. 402-819-4894. Give us a call for right now. Let's go to our voicemails. I'm going to say our first seems to be... Uh, Did
2: you? Did you use these holiday ones in the main show? Yeah. In the long show? Yeah. Uh, So then the first voicemail is going to be... Randy?
1: Uh, Randy, yeah. Yeah. Randy, we haven't heard from him for a while. He has been traveling. Let's check in with Randy. Whoa! Where the hell was this guy traveling? (laughs) Gotta ride the faders on this one a little bit, Jesus. Whoa, Randy, are you okay? Are they hey hurting Joe
5: you, Joe and Matt? It's been a crazy world. I've tried to copy Wooly Toot's time experiment. I've been, ended up on my own adventure. I'm in the same some kind of forest, and I checked out to see what the question of the week was. Best, worst comic. Uh, okay. So for me, it's got to be the first series of Spider-Man 2099. There were so many plot holes and fashion sense that was terrible, but yet it's one of my favorite comics. Made up curse words. I want to continue it.
1: Randy, say excuse me. Oh, no.
5: (laughs) I think I just realized where I'm at. Okay. Okay. I gotta got have you check out my podcast at SoundtrackAlley.net. Stay on uh, maybe brand. Maybe I can transport to 1984, my next era of my podcasting adventures. Oh, let me check in on my device here. Okay, guys, I'll catch you later. I gotta go.
1: Thank you, Bye Randy. For now. That was ex- Bye for now. <laughs> that was exciting. Randy is lost in the uh, world of unusually lar- loud birds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well done, Randy. Those are screaming I mean, birds. The, the be safe. Be safe, man. Uh, Spidey 2099. Yeah, you know. it's I
1: Spidey 2099.
2: I did too, but it doesn't really hold up. No,
1: it's bad. <laughs> Honestly. All right. We got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Color. Caller, who it is? Whoa. It was Zach Hollowell. He vanished. Oh, no. I don't know if he pulled the ripcord or what happened. Zach, call us back. Let's do this again.
2: (laughs) Patrick says in the chat, he uh, he couldn't answer the question of the week because he only reads the most quality books.
1: Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Zach Hollowell, do you read me? I read you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. How are we today, buddy? Doing? And what do you want to rap about?
0: Um, I was just, you know, thinking, oh, I saw you guys were online. I was like, oh, what can I talk about? Have you caught, and I'm sure you have, because you guys are cool. Mm. Have you caught the new show on Netflix, The Toys That Made Us?
2: Yes. No. Yes, it's great.
1: What is it? It's all about. It's it all is,
2: good. It's a. It's a documentary about toys. Um like 80s toys? All, all eras. Yeah. Okay. So uh there's four episodes out so far. Um GI Joe, he Star Man. Wars, He-Man, GI Joe and Barbie.
1: Holy shit.
2: Yeah, and uh and yeah, it's like four more coming soon.
1: Oh my god. Four
0: more, there's trans- Transformers, Lego, Sanrio and I forgot what the other one is. I think
2: is it
1: <laughs> it's not Ghostbusters, is it? No, that. Can't no be. way.
0: No, it's not. No. No way. They're they're talking. Like I've actually talked a little bit with the dudes who are doing it, and they've thought about doing episodes that it keeps going, where they can maybe do one episode that's like several of the smaller toy lines that oh, maybe yeah. they couldn't fill the regular hour yeah. with. Yeah.
1: Like talk about sectars yeah, and masks good. and Dino yeah. Riders and shit. Oh, uh,
2: what did you say the next four war? Star Trek, right? Hello Kitty.
0: Star Trek. Yeah, that's the one I missed. Star Trek. Oh, okay. Hello
1: Kitty. Um, Transformers and Lego.
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Um, yeah, I know what I, I s- am doing tonight.
2: Yeah, it's really good. The episodes are an hour, and um, I think the dramatizations are a little cheesy. There's, like, dramatic reenactments. Oh, really? Yeah, like, fully there's, acted there's and not scripted. Of
0: that, though. There's just um, a little bit of that. Yeah,
1: it's kind of fun. If they're going to do that, they should do it, like, drunk history style, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, like, a straight up, here is the history... Of this toy line that from beginning awesome. from inception to 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 now. Okay, wait a minute. Did this uh, start a found,
1: Kickstarter thing?
2: Yes, I think it was crowdfunded. Right, well, this was a crowdfunded thing. I think so. Okay, it
0: might have been. I don't know.
1: I vaguely remember hearing something about and this. And they
2: got the most Patton Oswalt sounding motherfucker they could find to narrate it. That's not oh, Patton yeah. Oswalt. It's not Patton Oswalt. Oh. Okay.
1: Um, the poor man's Patton Oswalt. Right,
2: and it's. Great. They do a great job. Man,
1: yeah. I, I will definitely have to watch that. The, the He-Man, He-Man episode, episode is amazing. That's, a, yeah.
0: I oh. can, It's the best one. And those dudes did so much blow. Just tons <laughs> of blow. <Yeah. laughs> like, and, like, it's funny because they're talking about all the stupid names and all the jokes we've been making all this time. They were making those same jokes when they were making them. Well, like, Merman's original, original name was Man. They're like, let's call him Man, And he's like, you can't do
1: that. Him <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> yeah, I can it's, watch it. Awesome. I can watch a twelve-part show just on He-Man. Honestly, I mean. Oh yeah. Oh, oh god. god.
0: And you know the Star Wars one's really good. Uh, the Star Wars one. Pay t- special attention to the guy who is Kenner's uh, lawyer, because he's <laughs> like the most straight man ever. Yeah. But he's talking about yeah. like beating his ass. Cheeks clenching His, his your anus, your anus contracted,
2: clearing. right? <laughs> <laughs> he says something happens and he goes, and then my anus contracted. <laughs> uh the the Barbie episode. Uh I'm still trying to figure it out. The CEO, the former CEO of Mattel. Okay. Uh, they interviewed her in her home office or whatever. And there's this chair in the background of, of her office. That has what looks like a sloughed off human skin suit, and I know it's a piece of yeah, art, it's, but it's the most no,
0: bizarre looking thing. Chair. It's an art chair. Yeah, it's, it's a chair that looks like it's uh, kind of like somewhere between a deflated sex doll and a skin human woman. Yeah,
8: this is a thing.
1: Yeah, what are you yeah, doing yeah. it? I nothing. Just look just at look it. On it. I don't know. It's like a Hannibal Lecter oh, chair it. or like. Yeah. It. Uh, kind of, yeah. I'm making a lot of faces for those of you who are just listening <laughs> to the audio. I don't know. But, yeah, it, uh, it, those, those people. Like the speaking people as that, a pervert, I find that <laughs> offensive, you know?
2: <laughs> the people that had a hand in inventing these things that we loved, there's they are such characters. Oh, they've got to be crazy people. Like, I mean, of course. The guy the guy that came up with the name He-Man, the, like, scrawny old man, is hilarious. Little nerdy dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
7: like,
0: but when you find out where, Ske- where the idea for Skeletor came from, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm okay. not going to spoil it. I'm not spoiling it. But it is fucking horrifying.
1: Zach, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Obviously, Joe Patrick is a bad friend. Otherwise, I would know about how yeah. great this is. You know?
0: That's why I call you, Matt. And
1: if you're looking for a job as a podcaster, I'm just saying. We're, You know, I'm always taking applications. Well, you know, we're not necessarily hiring, but drop- i always taking applications. have been dropping hints for years. It's but true. But whatever, dude. <laughs>
2: You got you to gotta be able to read at least five comics a week, Zach.
1: Yeah. I'm a little slow in the uptake, wow, so I don't pick that. up on hints Dude. so well. Zach, thank you for your call. I will definitely check this out, probably tonight. All right. Love uh, you, boys. Love you, too, buddy. Happy See New you, Year. The phone lines are still open. We are still <laughs> talking.
2: The original Barbie prototype doll had nipples on it. What? And it's a dramatic reenactment. The, the, bo- the boss of Mattel is like, what the fuck? Are those nipples? <laughs> and the guy's like, hold on a second. And he grabs a nail file and literally like files the nipples <laughs> off the doll. Why would you give Barbie nipples? It's a little girl's doll. Because it's based off of some pervert shit from like uh, Holland or something. Really? Some some Dutch cartoon character that was like- That's what they based Barbie off? Yeah, the, the design of it. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's <laughs> they basically like swiped. This design from this sh- Porsche schmuck but in Europe.
1: Nobody in the design team had the conversation. Maybe we don't give this doll nipples. Well, I mean, she wasn't like going to be naked in the box, but yeah, doesn't still. matter. She's still going to have pokies in her outfit. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, next time on Perverted Barbie Cast, we're going to be talking about vaginas. But before we get to that, Barbie's got a <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Let's get to and Kelly. From across the pond, Lord Fungus himself.
9: Hey, nerds. Tarquin Fungus here. I'm <laughs> filling in for your little limey princess while he gets his horse some new fucking shoes or some commie shit. <laughs> Cousin Cletus was by my trailer the other day talking some such about your goddamn East Coast liberal question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Comics I love, but the New York Times and CNN hate it. And yeah, thought you might be feeding the snowflakes their daily perversions of reality <laughs> in the greatest medium or the greatest country that God still favors over the is other godless loser.
2: cowboy or is he Australia?
9: <laughs> so anyways, I sent my women folk to the barn to fetch my daddy's best thinking cap. And my answer wouldn't be something obvious like One More Day or X-Men Holy War. No, sir. My bit would be what I likes to call one of them sophisticated titles, Tarot. Witch of the Black Rose. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't think we have enough women's with swords and bikinis and all them witchy powers. When the bikinis books. are on, I mean, mind the art's pretty good. <laughs> Haunted vaginas. storylines sort of foretold the events of our great nation and what we face today. <laughs> Big-breasted women with nukes in the boobs. <laughs> boobs. Mm. Boobs. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna get haunted vaginas and penis tentacles and the goddamn logo for a publisher called broadsword that's literally a broad holding the sword then (laughs) we ain't gonna go wrong never thought about that before that's what it is my daddy told me yep that's my answer and I'll be a goddamn deep fried fleet with Mac Ladyboy if it ain't the correct one but I win don't answer that nerds I win freedom baby Jesus gave me the right to freedom baby Jesus is made out of eagle feathers and liberals tears so he must be right now, I ain't got long before the little lady gets back from town and Shroom Manor is smelling like perfume and adverts for tight pants again. <laughs> but, before I go, Cousin Skeeter asked if you nerds could answer a question that some such liberal put to him at the guest station on Friday night. This pasty little pair of clown shoes wanted to know who was the most famous dragon in comics. As soon as we got one in our yard and such. Yeah, you do. Speaking of that damn dragon, Winston, he done shit a house in the lower Paddock. And guess who's holding the fucking scoop? <laughs> yep, it's T-Fungus, all right. <laughs> Look, I can hear that piece of chewed up string pulling up in his eco-friendly SUV hybrid women's motor vehicle. <laughs> so I'll make myself scarce. Lighter nerds, don't wow. let me catch you stealing my dragon poo again?
1: <laughs> that was really
2: <laughs> something. So, is that Lord Fungus's cousin? Cousin, is that what I heard? Yeah, okay,
1: He so it kind of sounded like one of the people in Outback Truckers, <laughs> you know. Like. Uh, Yeah, My truck got stuck in the mud again, so I guess I'm here for the next week. (laughs) He was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) You went Australian via, like, Kentucky. (laughs) Uh,
2: All right, so most famous dragon in comics, I'm going to say Lockheed. I'm
1: going to say Fin Fang Foom. He's an alien. He's still a dragon.
2: He's an alien. He's an alien dragon. You think Fin Fang Foom is more famous than Lockheed?
1: I think so. I don't think anybody knows who Lockheed is anymore. Lockheed hasn't been around for a long time. I love Lockheed. Hasn't been around for a long time We're missing some dragons here Somebody call Somebody call in We should be able to do a comic book dragon avalanche Why I don't can't think we do there that? are that
2: many named dragons Comic
1: book dragons Go
2: Fin Fang Foom No And Lockheed No More you Dragon can- Man Dragon Man He's not a dragon, he's a robot He's
1: got a dragon in his name
2: No, he's not even shaped like a dragon
1: Yes, he is He's got a dragon head, dragon wings He's a robot, dragon He man. doesn't have a dragon head Dra- Dragon Man? He doesn't have, like, a long snout. Yeah, he's got, like, a beak. No, and he's got, like, a pointy ears. He's got a rig,
2: a regular round head. Yes, he's got a beak, but it's right, not, like, a long All right, we got
1: controversy. We got controversy here. Is Dragon Man a dragon? I'm saying robot dragon. Dragon yes. Man is not dragon a robot dragon. He is a name. man with vaguely dragon characteristics. He is, I need someone. Please call in right now. We have a serious this problem is, here. No, you're... <laughs> out of your
2: damn mind if you think dragon man actually looks like a dragon looks like a
1: dragon it's like half dragon half man dragon man happens to be a robot it's confusing sure patrick points out very correctly that lockheed is also an alien yes lockheed (laughs) is an alien as well that's true there's got to be more comic book dragons i can't believe we're not naming comic book dragons
2: there aren't that many comic book dragons man bullshit there has
1: to be there's Mm, no way no we are wrong we're there brought. aren't that many comic book dragons. Somebody call in with a comic book dragon and Avalanche and you will get the sweetest high five. Ever. Well, digital high five. But you'll get it. It'll be awesome. And you'll forever be remembered. How many dragons do you think there are? On oh, the THN source wall. There's got to be tons of them that I'm not thinking of. There has to be. Fire Breather. There's another one. Fire Breather. Fire Breather is also. Dragon Kid. He's half a dragon. Son of a dragon. He's not the most famous dragon. No, I'm just naming some now. Not the most famous. Just naming some. Oh, my God. I don't think Fing Fang Foom counts as a dragon. Yeah, yeah. No. What about, uh, what was the dragon? What about the serpent that Thor fought? It was a dragon. The Midgard serpent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big dragon. You can't
2: just say anything kind of lizardy is a
1: dragon. Look, they are dragons. They called them worms in Germany. They were dragons. They called them serpents in England. They were dragons, you know. I mean, come on. They're dragons. Dragons are dragons. Next time on Dragon Cast. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Tarot. Witch of the Black Rose for a minute because it is a thing. Jim Bellant- No, please. Thank Jim you. Jim Bellant came up with you, it. Thank you, caller. It is super I perverted. don't give a shit and I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. It's terrible and it is everything Fungus just mentioned. Thank you for calling DHN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis?
3: It's Ethan and does Savage Dragon qualify?
1: Yes! The Savage Dragon qualifies. Happy
2: from the comic book and TV show Qualifies. Happy. Thank you, Chris, from the
1: chat. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say the Savage Dragon The Iron Fist Dragon, Shaolau the Undying. Yes. Thank you, Patrick. See? Come on. This is ridiculous. But Patrick also says that Dragon Man is not a dragon. That's bullshit. What do you think? Dragon Man. Dragon or not?
3: not. I'm saying Dragon Man is definitely equal half Man, half-dragon, half-robot.
1: That's three halves, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I,
3: yeah.
1: He's, you know, all, he's 100% he's, he's, robot. He's more he's, than a man. Yeah. He's 50% robot, 50% dragon, and 75% man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a beautiful soul. Did you want to rap about anything besides comic book dragons? I'm fine with it, because you're on my side. No, I
3: just want to debate
1: fractions. <laughs> I'm into it. Nothing makes for good no, uh, radio-like fractions.
3: <laughs> I uh, wanted to call about last week's question. What's the tops top picks?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it.
3: So I'm going to go best. My favorite writer, which is usually my favorite writer all the time. Recommender. Okay. He just keeps firing out all, all the uh, creator owns, And I think they're all super solid. They are and, wonderful. Uh, S- Seven to eternity came out in 17. Is that right?
1: Yes. That came out in 17. So, I'm was, loving that. It was great. My only complaint. is killing it. Is he's a little slow. He's doing a lot of creator-owned stuff. Seven-two yeah. Eternity is Rick Romander? Yeah.
2: For some reason, I thought it was Jonathan Hickman. No. I mean, I, don't, I haven't read it, so I'm. It's very good. I'm sure you're right. My
1: only complaint is the, the issues are kind of sparsely spread out. You know, we don't get a lot of them. But it's, I, it's still yeah, great. Yeah,
3: especially this last year he in, was slow. The, in 2018 is going to be a little bit like that, too. But do you think that's on his part or the art? Could it? be the art.
2: It's hard uh, to know. know.
1: It's hard to know because he does work with some people that are famous for being slow.
3: Well, okay,
2: cause I, and I feel like Deadly Class has come out at a pretty solid clip.
3: Yeah. Yeah, um, Deadly Class is taking a little bit of a hiatus right now because of the whole
1: TV show, uh, thing. TV show and whatnot. Yeah.
3: So they have like a five-month gap, but... Oh, Pena's really slow. He is. Scalera had like a, had an injury. So they had like a couple extra months in there. And then, um, yeah, Mateo Scalera was out for like
1: three months. Like he messed him. What? I can't remember what happened to him.
3: Black science on um, black science is his book,
2: right? Yeah.
1: And black science is still wonderful. Wonderful. Oh yeah. Like the most stressful thing you can read. It's almost not fun to Sounds read. Sounds great. <laughs> can't wait. It's so well, good.
3: deadly class was the book this year that literally my jaw dropped reading a big um reveal i was like what like i had to put the book down yeah i was just completely shocked and so i'm like i gotta give it to Remender this year and then artists, i think i'm gonna have to go with uh mitch jareds
1: yeah that's exactly who i picked that dude i did not know what he was capable of until he started working on mr miracle
3: oh yeah all right
1: i it's- had no idea
3: It's next level. It's so crazy. All the extra media that he adds to it is, you know, usually that can be really annoying, but this enhances it and puts it on such a different level.
1: Yeah. And I was reading an interview with him about, I can't remember who's who Tom King is writing it, an interview with him talking about working with Tom King and how Tom King was like, look, man, go bananas. Like you have complete freedom, go bananas. And he came to King and he was like, I'm afraid this is, a little too much i don't even know if i like it and tom, it's too bananas and tom king was like we are printing this this is insane and i love it so it's really cool like when a creator like that can just go absolutely nuts and with whatever freedom he wants and king is just like look here's a script do it take it away and this so is, is what we he got. doing
3: all of his inks and colors then
1: yeah it's just oh, Mitch. Wow. it's just him from what i understand I'm loving it. It's awesome. Somebody might be doing finishing, but I'm pretty sure it's because he's listed it says Mitch Rad's art. Yeah.
2: I don't know if he's coloring, but
1: I I would be surprised if he's not just because it's so wild. I don't know how you could find somebody to effectively do that, honestly.
3: Yeah,
2: he might be.
1: And he
3: didn't do anything he didn't do anything else in 17, right? Because he's probably
1: working on this. No, he was still doing uh, Sheriff of Babylon, Babylon. That still came out in 17. I think that's
3: oh it did yeah okay. i thought it wrapped up in 16.
1: yeah i don't i think it wraps up in early it's been over for a while i think it wrapped up in early 17 i'm not positive on that i mean he probably had it in the can in 16 i'm sure yeah i well, mean I'm, i think i'm
3: happy to see what that guy's gonna do in the future especially after this and that it, it, it's so popular right now to yeah see what he gets but like it's gonna be great especially i'm sure he'll be doing some creator own and whatnot in the future and,
1: well, not to mention I'm to the fact that like, DC is taking chances like this on ridiculous characters that I love, like Mr. Miracle, because you can. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want with it. And giving it to people that are really going to explore it, I love that. I love that. So you take like a B or C list character and make them interesting again, that's my favorite shit in the world. Ugh.
3: I agree. 100%. And Nick Darrington's, Nick Darrington's covers are awesome, but yeah. I got to be honest, I think Jared's uh, covers are even better.
1: For, he does the variant. Uh, right? Yeah, he does the variant. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, that's hard because they're both so stupid talented. I, I don't know. Which just one
3: exaggerated faces on Mr. Miracle's like mask yeah. is my favorite thing. The <laughs> giant <laughs> circle eyes, the yeah. big mouth.
1: It's great. He almost has like emoji faces. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's totally great. Those are all fantastic picks. Thank you. Did very you have right a
3: pick for best comic? Oh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably give it to Deadly Class.
1: Fair enough. That's a book I, on its cover. I looks it like so a bunch of young assassins. Who cares? But when you dig into that book, it is truly amazing, disturbing, beautiful to look at, surprising with every issue. I'm just, I'm a little scared for it to be a TV show because of how edgy it is in the book, and I don't want them to dumb it down at all. You know what I mean? Do we
3: know what... Uh, it's going to be on. I know it's only a pilot, but do we know what uh?
1: I can't remember or where he said. Let me look real quick.
3: Because that's going to make a big difference. Yeah. If it's like, hey, we're now on CW. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, would be the worst. Uh, Obviously not CW, but anything that's not going to be you know even AMC, you they can only do so much. So. Yeah. Right. They need to, They
2: need to be able to do what they want. Hopefully it's a streaming service I, like
1: Hulu or. They've got it fully cast, so I'm really surprised. Did the yeah, cast produced by Universal yeah, Cable sh- Productions, Sony Pictures? They the
3: pilot at least. Maybe they're just shopping out the pilot. I
1: don't know. The Russo brothers are working on it. They're the producers, which is pretty awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really impressive names. That Rick Remender and Wes Craig are also executive producers, which is a very good sign. Very mm-hmm. good. sign. He
3: was on set the whole time. I was saw him at all uh, his. Instagram and whatnot. He was there for every part of that shoot. So yeah. And he's been in the writing room since the very beginning.
1: I'm not seeing where so it's, it's going to be though. I don't know. Maybe they are still shopping it around. Could be. I don't uh, know. Hopefully it oh, lands on sci-fi. Of- sci-fi. Cool it's gonna be on sci-fi. Oh, I mean sci-fi sci-fi puts out some good shows. Yeah. I mean, like sci-fi has definitely put out good shows in the past. My only problem with that is like they went, This show is so good and everybody loves it, and we can't afford to make it anymore. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Deadly Class, though, doesn't
1: really... No, it's not like this is like the Stargate, you know, uh, that last Stargate they put out, which was incredible. Stargate Universe. Oh, my God. That was so good. Ugh. All right, thank you for your call. We're getting lost here.
2: <laughs> thank right. you, Happy Ethan. New Year, guys. Good Happy to talk to you, you. you, brother. Well, hey, it's 1230. It's
1: 1230.
2: We got one more voicemail to
1: play? Let's do it. I'm going to leave the phone line open just in case. James Randall. Love this guy. We haven't heard, haven't, no, we heard him for
8: Jimmy recently.
1: Mm, no, not really. Really?
8: G'day, 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 nerds. Jimmy Randall here, just chucking in an MP3 <laughs> for uh, this week's cover to cover. Um, answer to the question of the week comics that are, I guess, comics that are so. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> g'day, 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 nerds. Jimmy Randall here, just chucking in an MP3 for uh, this week's cover to cover. Chuck it in. Um, answer to the question of the week, comics that are, I guess, comics that are so bad that they go all the way around and come back to being absolutely brilliant. Anything by ama- Amalgam, 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 Amaglian. whatever the fuck you want to call it, anything from Amalgam Comics um, is pretty much just exquisitely terrible. Um particular note legends of the dark claw that shit was bonkers the yeah. wolverine batman yeah. mashup <laughs> I um it. fond memories of i think he was only in the first issue but a character named hyena who was a mashup of the joker and Sabretooth, i guess that's just stuck in my brain but um that's my answer that's not what i want to talk about though my question to you guys is this um so 2017 Tom King sort of squirted himself out as being one of the best writers in the business. So I was buying everything that he was doing. Um, So I grabbed Mr. Miracle, issues number one, issues number two. It was well done. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. It kind of struck me through the second issue. I don't have a clue who Mr. Miracle is or what his backstory is. So I kind of dropped off because it got a bit heady and I was like, what? What? So that's my question. Joe, Matt, Mr. Miracle, what's the deal? Why do I care? Like, I want to keep reading it. It's Tom King. It's lovely, but I need I need a touchstone. I need a, a point of, I need to know what I'm reading about. So please let me know that. Um, that's it from me. Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year, nerds all around the world. Jimmy out. <laughs> That was new. <laughs> he snuck it in there. Yeah. So who
1: I'm is glad he's Mr. Back. Miracle? First, I'm I'm glad you're back on the set and the talk show is returned. That's yes. great. Thank you, Jimmy.
2: Mr. Miracle is uh, a character created by Jack Kirby as part of his Fourth World saga uh, that was published by DC in the 70s. Yes. Um, the book was New Gods. Oh, and he had his own book too, Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, so his deal is is that he is a super escape artist. You you know that from reading the book, right? Um. But who is he? What is his deal? Mr. Miracle is the son of High Father, the leader of New Genesis, the, right. the good guy, new guy. The
1: opposite of Darkseid.
2: Right, the opposite of Darkseid. And many, many years ago, in an effort to keep the peace between the two warring planets, Darkseid and High Father came up with this wacky idea to trade sons. Sure. Like an exchange program. They do it on Game of Thrones all the time. Everybody's got a bastard. Sure. You know? And so. Uh, High Father helped raise Darkseid's son, Orion, mm-hmm. uh, who is in the new Mir- uh, Mr. Miracle book. And Darkseid, uh, very unfortunately, got his hooks into Mr. Miracle and sent Scott Free, who, Mr. Miracle's real name. Get it? Uh, Get it? That's not his real name. That's just the name he adopted. Hey, oh! Right. Uh, <laughs> To be raised by Granny Goodness in her like terrible war orphanage. I
1: still don't get that name, but whatever.
2: Well, all <laughs> of the, all of the new god, all yeah, of the evil new gods' uh, character names are based off of puns, right? Um, and so he was raised in the pits of apocalypse by this uh, demented uh, uh,
1: nanny, basically, right? Uh,
2: and he grew up, and he
1: learned to escape from stuff.
2: He learned to escape from stuff, and he met uh, big Barda who was being trained to become a female fury. One of uh, the elite fighting squad, uh, ladies,
1: eight foot tall, hot as hell.
2: And they escaped together. And that's where Mr. Miracle came from. He, he went back home. He came to earth for a long time.
1: Uh, he became a member of the justice league. Now, since then, DC has played pretty fast and loose. With a lot of Mr. Mr. Miracle stories. He became another person for a little while. Like, he's been all over there. And I think what's going on, and, and I say I think because it's the story is still unfolding, is Gerrards and King examining who is this character now? Where does he exist in the DCU after this big mess that's come from before? Like, nobody's really reestablished. The new gods have popped up here and there but nobody's really reestablished what is the continuity of the new gods in this new DC universe and i think they're sort of examining is there no, even no there
6: have
2: been a lot of big new god storylines i mean i guess but since the new 52. i think they're
1: examining what is his place in the world who is he well
2: there is they're also assuming a lot of foreknowledge right they right. they
1: don't uh, they don't really hold your hand through it that's my question to you do you have any prior experience with mr miracle if you did well, I think he just said that he didn't, which is why he right. asked us to. If tell you him. did, I think you would enjoy this a lot more. And to the book's fault, yeah, they're not holding your hand. Well, I think you got to care a little. I, I
2: kind of disagree. I don't think it's super important to to know the details. Uh, to be an expert in the details, no, 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 because, not be an
1: expert. But um, to care about the character, I guess.
2: Well, but I mean, that's true for any pre-existing character. But that's true. But um, I don't think you're. I don't think that the book punishes punishes you for not knowing his long history with the justice league. What I'm saying is you they can mention that he take, was in the justice league and that's right. really all you need to know. You
1: can take any pre-existing character and put them in a story where they beat somebody up and it's really cool. And that's a lot easier than taking a pre-existing character and having them dig into their own psychosis and like yeah. <laughs> examining their ego. That's a different, yeah, that's yeah, a different you're answer, right. You know? <laughs> it's a, it's
2: a, de- it's definitely a deconstruction of, yes. of, of Mr. Miracle, uh, Patrick in the chat, uh, who is on fire today with the helpful yeah. uh, chat hints. He says the complete 18-issue run of Jack Kirby's Mr. Miracle was recently put out in a
1: $30 trade. Yes. Uh, I have it somewhere over here. It's wonderful. And it's so good, and it's got the introductions of all these characters. So here's what I want you to do, Jimmy. I want you to go find that, read it. You'll love it. It's wacky 60s Jack Kirby lunacy. 70s, but yeah. 70s, you're right. You will Love it. And then return to Tom King's story and see what you think. Or don't and tell us to fuck off. Whatever.
6: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah,
2: I mean, he definitely has a history. Um, And like Matt said, with all the constant, like, continuity shuffling, his history is nebulous at best. Yeah. And that's why I think King is basically kind of skirted around it. Right. It's not that important to know the details of his career. Yeah, we're
1: actually getting to know Scott Free.
2: Yeah. And uh, he is one messed up dude.
1: Yeah. And I will say we've never gotten to know Scott Free. (laughs) It's always just been Mister Miracle popping up and doing stuff.
2: Again, that's not true because there have been Mister Miracle ongoing series. I'm not talking about that. I'm
1: talking about the actual man, not Mister Miracle.
2: I know, but there, like, there was a Mister Miracle ongoing series in the '90s behind the that lasted like 30 plus issues. I know all about Scott Free.
1: The man behind the miracle. You're welcome, Tom. (laughs) All right, it's time for us to answer our question of the week: best worst comic. Uh, well, do you have one? I absolutely do. Okay. And it's one that I yell about all the time. Go ahead. And it has been revisited by several people who have said, well, you know, Matt, you talk about this a lot. I'm going to check it out. And then they come to me and go, this was pretty dumb. <laughs> it is alien legion. I simply adore Chuck Dixon's alien legion, Chuck Dixon and Larry Stroman. And a lot of people have trouble with Larry Stroman's art.
2: But and, I don't think people loving Alien Legion is a foreign concept. Lots of people love Alien Legion.
1: It's kind of a cult thing. There's not a lot of people that do. But those of us that truly love Larry Stroman love it. Other people look at it and go, what is with this guy's art? <laughs> like, he was so bizarre back then in the way he drew stuff. Chuck Dixon's story was pretty boilerplate, war and space type story. We had a bunch of losers that they throw into the most you know, difficult uh, missions and they and characters constantly got killed and stuff. And the story was fun. Was it fantastic? No, but it grabbed a young map bomb. And I think mainly because the art was so weird. I loved the characters, how they looked, how they were drawn, the design of everybody. They all wore similar, sort of like it looks like space football gear. Let's be honest, oh, they're uniforms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they kind of looked like football players. <laughs> and it doesn't hold up it's it is very stuck in its time it was a very 80s book and i think one of the reasons i love it so much is just cuz it reminds me of being a kid and finding this weird comic book that wasn't x men or wasn't fantastic four that just had this weird alien on the cover and i'm like i got to see what the hell this is I fell in love with it it doesn't hold up it really doesn't it has a cult following but it does not hold up. <laughs> and I've been told that by several people.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Eh, you know, it is what it is. I love it. Uh, so my answer is uh, I love, unironically, without
1: hesitation. You better say Speedball. Without
2: no, Listen.
1: I can I, name seven things that are terrible. Everybody already, right already now. knows
2: that I love. Look, and I don't love the Speedball ongoing series <laughs> the, uh, that was. You loved it. The terrible Speedball series by Steve Ditko. No, you, that comic book was terrible. You love it. Um, but my answer to this question is I love 100% sincerely the nineties run of Superman
1: comics, all of them. I love them. I know you do. I love them. I know you do. And I, I will give you like, are they bad in a, they're not not good in a nineties way? Absolutely. Well, but are they also great in a splashy stupid 90s way without a doubt i mean they're ridiculous <laughs> you had long-haired sexy superman <laughs> briefly <laughs>
2: god but yeah from from Ooh. the the from the pre-doomsday stuff in the very early 90s like 1990 91 mm-hmm. um from the death to the resurrection and the four extra Superman, and Man. the four books that came out once a week and like the tr- the triangle numbers that linked them all together, Ugh. I love it. I love all of it. I, ha- I love, hated it. <laughs> I love the spinoffs. I love the Supergirl series by Peter David, which is just good. Uh, I love the Superboy book that came out that oh we talked boy. about last week. Ugh. I love them. I love '90s Superman. I well, I love that era. Uh, I love post Crisis Superman, right. starting from John Byrne's Man of Steel in '86, in mm-hmm. um, and I just. I love it. I miss that world. And over the years, the Superman had become popular enough that he had four ongoing books. So Superman was essentially a comic book that came out once a week. Right. Um, though the books did have their own storylines, they would often cross over together and link together. And the creative teams were different on, a, on each book. Each book was doing its own thing. And uh, you, that's where we got like, Dan Jurgens at his prime. Tom Grummett, who is an artist that oh, I yeah. still love today. Oh yeah. Um uh, Louise Simonson wrote a bunch of stuff for Man of Steel. Uh, John Bogdanov, who is an artist that I think is woefully underappreciated. Uh, he drew like he drew Superman in the style of like old like, 30s and 40s strongman type. Yeah. You know, very classic. Um and then uh what was the there were Superman. Oh, action comics, um, which had long runs by talented creators that, and we don't remember that they that got their start on these books, like Butch Geis and Stuart Eminem. Yeah. Uh, I love them. I love those comics. I loved it when he turned blue and had electric powers. I don't give a shit. Give it to me.
1: I'm changing my, my answer. Fallen Angels. <laughs> Marvel's Fallen Angels. It was a spinoff of New Mutants. It was terrible. It was created by Joe Duffy and Cary Gamble. It had Warlock and Sunspot. They had left the New Mutants. Warlock and Sunspot took off and put together a team. Get ready for this: Siren, one of the multiple man's duplicates. Boom, boom. Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur were there. Yeah. Vanisher and Gomi. Gomi was a character that had two cybernetic assassin lobsters.
2: <laughs> assassin <laughs> lobsters. Yeah, they killed shit. <laughs>
1: It was so bad, but I was neck deep into mutants at the time. Didn't care. Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur were there. That's where I first encountered them. Fell in love. Totally ridiculous. They had no reason to be there whatsoever. Howard the Duck popped up at one point. The book was bonkers. <laughs> totally bonkers. It was a mini series. Oh, it was terrible. I loved it. <laughs> Sorry, Alien Legion wasn't an edgy I enough pick for you. I loved it. So good. All right, let's wrap up this nonsense. We got a show to record. Let's do it before we get out of here. We got to hit these kids with the new Mm. question of the week. Now, you got a whole paragraph that you wrote here. Are you sure
2: you don't want to read it? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Like an outro.
1: Yeah, sure. Thanks to everyone who called in to play or send us an mp3 thanks to all our viewers on facebook live love you kids we love your comments and sharing this segment and our youtube audience yeah yeah yeah. with you nerds and hey don't forget to give us a like while you're there and if you're watching this on youtube give us a little like there you know we we love it the youtube show is not going away we're going to keep kicking up the video but like i said this is going to pop up in your rss feed again as a regular show uncut with everybody because y'all demanded it before we get out of here joe patrick Question of the week time. Let's give these kids something to mull over. Yeah. Until next week.
2: So this week's question is also from Joe Bankus, casual comics guy on the forums. Uh, And it's the flip side of this week's question. He says... He'll flip you.
1: He'll flip you for real.
2: On the flip side of the last question, what is the worst best comic series you ever read? So this is one that is universally loved. That you just can't get into.
1: That that you you hate. Whatever.
2: Uh, Yeah. So this week was best worst... New question is worst,
1: best. I bet, what, we, I bet there's some Sandman hate out there. What is
2: a celebrated comic, critically acclaimed, revered that you do
1: not like? I want to hear some Sandman hate. I know it's out there. I know somebody's, some of you jerks. Like, hey, what is <laughs> me? Cannot wait to hear your answers. Again, thank everybody that called in. We're going to record the regular show now. It's going to be awesome. Hope you dig this. Hope you're happy to see you cover to cover back in your RSS. If not, eat it. For now, (laughs) this is the Two-Headed Nerd signing off. Eat it, I guess.